So I'm confused. They're going to, you're going to get paid for it. I get paid for it. But so I always get the emails for it, and I've never actually responded to one. And yesterday I was like, oh, well, screw it. I'll just see. I'll see what happens. You have to take like a, a two minute pre survey, and then you figure out, you find uh-huh. out whether or not you were picked or not. Oh, then you're picked. So and you then were you're selected, selected from a group of other candidates. Yes. And then where do you have to show up, like at the place? Yep, so I'm going to the place. Is there special clothes you have to wear for it? There aren't any special clothes. Okay. Not that I know of. Really? I mean, it's my first time. Are there any clothes? I'm pretty sure there are clothes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to thank everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link. Right there on the page, whatever you're on, whether it's your mobile device or your laptop or your computer or your your PlayStation or something. Anyway, just click on the Audible link and Mm -hmm. sign up for a free trial. Get two free audiobooks, and that is a great way to do it. I am so very excited because I am just going to start listening to. Going to say something about Sue Grafton? Uh, No, I was going to talk about Richard Sismar. Oh, okay. All right, what's Richard Sismar? Gwendy's Magic Feather. It's um, it's the uh, sequel to Gwendy's Magic Button Box. Which is, which sounds funny now that I'm saying uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. What kind of jobs are you applying for right now? Okay, so Wendy, Wendy's Magic no, Button Gwen, Box? Gwendy. Gwendy's Magic Button name. Box. That is, I don't, what is that book about? Is that something that we care to talk about on this show? Well, it's, it's Gwendy's Button Box. All right. <laughs> okay. So it's not magic, it's Gwendy's Button Box. Gwendy's Button Box. It's a Great. So it's, it was co-written with Stephen King. Gwendy, how's your button box doing? So it's Stephen King and this guy named uh, Richard Ch- it's Chismar or something. And it's a really interesting book. It um, It's a short one. It's only like a like a five-hour audio book. But uh-huh. the, she's basically approached by this man. Mm-hmm. And he's Is like, he a cable repairman? <laughs> he's not a cable repairman. <laughs> and he gives her Is this- she having trouble finding her button box? <laughs> he's giving He needs to find the button box? Just to protect her button box oh, from okay. other people. All right. No, and so it's just to protect the button box because the buttons all do something and you don't find out. So it's, it's very exciting. So now <laughs> she's the- aware of the power of her button box until finding out some things about herself. Wow, Greg. Uh, Stephen King, I know that you're probably listening to this, so I'm in no way being disrespectful to Gwendy's button box. I really enjoyed it. Oh, no, I'm not saying anything <laughs> wrong about it. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it does kind of, <laughs> it just, I wanted to make sure and clarify. You know, that I knew what what, uh, what was going on with it that. Speaking of Stephen stuff. King, when you're getting your two free audiobooks, don't forget to pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human by Brian James Freeman. Yes. That's another great one to do because you might recognize the two voices on that one. I miss Brian. I feel like we haven't chatted with him in a while. I know. We haven't. Uh-uh. You think our, we've lost our luster? Maybe. It's we've possible. We're like dulled down. He's like, oh, there's, there's, oh, there's boy. two weirdos in Portland. Yeah, it's possible. Like, well, you can still get the audiobook. I mean, yeah, we live there forever. It's the zombie who cried human. It is great. Actually, pick up the audiobook and pick up the real book itself. It's amazing. Um, and that one, that one I definitely recommend, whether you sign up for Audible or not. Get both of those. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Okay, let's talk about what well, you're... you ran really quickly away from that button box <laughs> conversation. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Find the button box. It's really good. Oh, Oh, I bet it is. It is. So I just had the sequel. So I just got the sequel. I'm very excited to listen to Gwendy's Magic Feather to see what the next uh, chapter is. It's part button two. Button box. Okay. You would actually really like it if you knew what I'd the like part, the button box. If you could figure out what a button box is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. Let's talk about what you're doing. Because as everybody knows, if you listen to this show, we, um, we do have you know, a number of different jobs that we also do. 
course, we love being here for Fun Employment Radio. That's not changing, but uh, we, we've all got side jobs. And, Great um, does digital trends. I do digital trends. I do my real estate stuff. That's turned into pretty much my primary side job, I mean, mm-hmm. or other job, or whatever, however you want to say it. Um, but uh, I've done a lot of different ones over the years, and Sarah is doing one Yeah, which now. just kind of randomly came out of nowhere. I don't know uh, if somebody signed me up for this um, this mailing list, or maybe at some point years ago I might have signed up for it. But I get all of these um, pitches basically to get paid to do, um, you know, to be a test person in a study, like studies for all different kinds of things. <laughs> a test person in a study. Isn't that what it's like? Because like research test places. persons. Well, a research thing sounds like they're giving you shots of they're stuff. They're not giving me. Sh- That's kind of what it seems I don't like. I think they're giving me shots. I mean, is this like a medical study? No, it's not a medical study. It's like a, it's like. Have a you human. done a medical study before? I've never done a study before. You've never done any kind of study. Actually, I no, I've never done those. When I was in college, I um I called people. I, I briefly briefly it was a terrifying job because I hate cold calling. I worked for the SE um, SESRC, the Social Economic Science Research Center. Okay. Where you would have to call people and like ask them. You, you know, had to you, cold call. Yeah, cold call and get like you know have them answer questions and people would like swear at you and. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I've done outside oh, sales. Yeah. So I've been on that yeah. side of it, but I've never actually been a participant in a study for something. So what can I just – I know usually there's like some kind of a non-disclosure thing, so I'm not going to ask who the study is for, but can you say what – like is this a marketing study? Is it a medical study or do you even know? It's a, It seems like it's a kind of a marketing study. Okay, like marketing it's something, study. It's a, it's a, it seems like a broader study about like – I think they were trying to find a specific opinion on a certain something because there are very specific questions about um, a couple different companies that people are familiar with. And it kind of like rates you like on a set, like, do you, do you like them a lot? Do you not like them at all? Like, And then you just kind of – so you do a pre-survey. So you already did the pre-survey. Yep. So I did that because that's how you apply. So this was somebody that reached out to you or you reached out to them. Just, uh, I just want to get there. It, it popped up in my email. Here, in I'll, your email. Gotcha. Yeah, here, okay. wait, I have this. So this was unsolicited. By me. Here, let me pull it up really quick. I have it right there. Yeah, it's a paid study on blank, and then it's for a decent amount of money. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's like an hour for a couple hundred bucks. Okay, that's that's yeah. awesome. That's Which great. Which I am not going to say no to. No, who would say no? No, exactly. So, so um, and so they were looking for 21 to 65-year-olds, um, any gender, who live in Portland for this st- particular study. You know you're going to have a bunch of people emailing you. Hmm. Thinking that they can apply through you. Oh no! No, they've already selected it. It's it's uh, first thing next week. Okay. So yeah, you, so so already, you did a pre-study. So I did a pre-study, and then I sent it in, and then I kind of forgot about it, and then I got a phone call from somebody, and it was one of the study. I thought it was a spam call, so you know, of course, I answer the phone. I'm just like, like whatever, guarded, like hello, yeah, like ready to. You know, I'm amazed you answered that. it. You never answer your phone. You don't answer your phone for friends. Now that I'm a real estate agent, I do because you oh. never know who's so I always do now. Okay. For the most part. Like if I see like Greg Nibbler calling, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I understand. Or, or if I don't see my phone because I don't, I don't keep tally on my phone all the time. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I got this call and it's this guy, and he has this like super thick New York accent. He's like, "Hey, is this Sarah?" I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all right. walking I'm here. I'm walking here. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's just like, "Hey," and I'm just, and he sounded very suspect because I don't recognize the number. I'm like, "Yes, this is this is Sarah." And he's like, oh, I'm so-and-so from this thing. And we want to do a couple, like, preliminary questions. You've been, you know, a lot of people applied for this. And do based on your answers for these particular products, um, you are on hold for maybe being part of this study. Okay. So, um, and I've looked this up. It's a, it's a legitimate, like, business. 
Okay. This, this company that puts on these studies. All right. Um, and so he just asked me to um, clarify a couple of my questions. Like, he's just like, all right, so did you say, is this what you intended to write about this company? And then this is how much you do or do not like them. I'm like, yep. All right, that's it. And he's like, all right, Sarah, that's great. That's great. He's like, uh, so I do have one more question for you. Uh, this is quite the accent. It was a very interesting accent. Yeah. It was like something out of a movie. Like, it was, uh-huh. it was a very attractive East Coast accent. Like, he's just like, hey, let me just, hey, if I just could just have one more second of your time. That was kind of what it sounded like. Okay. Really. I'm sure that's really accurate. And then he's like, all right, I have one more question. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm sitting here. It was right after the show a couple days ago. And out of, uh, I was not anticipating this. And he's just like, okay, if you could go out to lunch with anyone, living or dead, who would it be and why? If you could go, go out, out to, to lunch. lunch with anyone, living or dead, who would it be and why? And huh. I'm like... No, and see, you have more time to think about it. Who would you answer that question for me right now? Because this is as much time as I had. I, I, I don't say it. I don't. I don't know. Who would it be? You have to have an answer. Peter Steele. But why? Because I was just listening to Type O Negative, and I thought, oh man, Peter Steele's dead. That is exactly. Well, no, I didn't pick Peter Steele, <laughs> but I had no idea. And then it's one of those afterwards. Like I had, could think of so many different. What people. did you say? <laughs> oh, tell me what you no, blurted out. I did. Oh, well, was it something like, Twin Peaks oriented? It wasn't Twin Peaks oriented. Was it something oh. 902 and Orient? It wasn't. It was what, weird. Did you say Luke Perry? No, I don't think it would be <laughs> Luke Perry. No, I said. What did you say? I want to try to guess it. I want to try to guess it. You should try and guess it. Okay, give it's me a very couple of hints. Um, okay, it's a. Uh, is it a li- the person alive or dead? They are alive. They are alive. Is the person an actor? Yes. Is the person a singer? No. Okay, an actor, not a singer. Um, is it male or female? Or it has to be yes or no. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, is it a woman? No. Is it a man? Yes. Is. Uh, he currently an actor. Yes. You had to think about that. <laughs> so who? Okay, so it's an actor. Current. Oh, is it Kyle uh, McLaughlin? No. Okay. Um, I've met him twice. I. Well, I would love to. Have sorry. Lunch with yes, him. I, I've, I've met him twice. I'd love to have lunch with him. Was this person an actor on Twin Peaks? No. Was this person? I might know. I might not. I don't think you do. It was very random. Will Ferrell? No, but that is actually my Because you've said answer. that before. That now that I, I just my, remember that. my answer. But then I kind of was blanking and I was panicking because then he stopped talking and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I need okay, to Okay, this person is currently not. Is this person um, in movies or television? It has to be yes or no. Oh, God damn it. Okay, I'm trying to think of, I haven't done this for a long time, so I'm trying to think of the right answers. You can do is it. Is this person a comedian? Uh, they're funny. Larry David. Yes. Is that it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching so much Curb Your Enthusiasm. That was the first thing that popped into my mind. I was pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. I did not think you'd get that. So I blurted it because I didn't know. And he just stopped talking. He's like, all right. And and right now. I'm like, ah, uh, fa- uh, I'm like, uh. Larry David, because I, I'm like... Why I, Larry David? Well, because I find him interesting, because I dislike him, but I'm so, I, I so respect him and his mm-hmm. talent. Yeah. Like, he, is, he has created some of the funniest things I've ever seen. So I did say, yeah. I'm like, Larry David, because I really would kind of like to get a chance to kind of sit and, you know, 
talk to the person who has come up with all of these crazy scenarios over the years that I found truly hilarious. Yeah. I thought that was an okay answer. No, that's fine. Especially when you I don't mean, know I mean, of anybody alive or dead, I don't know I, if I would pick Larry I David. I wouldn't pick, I know. But then again, I, mean, I just picked Peter you? Steele, too, know. so, you know. Um, oh, yeah, that's a tough one. It is, and I've never, That's nothing like, I've really thought about before. Me neither, and it totally caught me off guard. I'm like, okay. But I guess somebody at the at the place liked Larry David, or he must fit some sort of demographic well, that New they're going to hit. That was a good answer because you picked a New York person. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you could have said Howard Stern. I bet it probably would have been a good one, too. Yeah, Howard Stern would actually be. Howard Stern would be awesome. Yeah. yeah see, there are so- that would be intimidating. I don't even know what I would say to Howard Stern. Once you start thinking then, about why it. Why are you awesome? <laughs> How did you get so awesome? Uh, what's it like being awesome? You know, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what I would say to Howard Stern. Um, yeah, you're cool. So I have no idea. So that absolutely has nothing to do with what the study is about. So I don't know if they're trying to find like a certain personality. But type. so that that Larry David got you over the Larry got you the David job got me past over the finish line to do this study to do the study. Weird. Yeah, I don't know because he's like, all right, Sarah. Uh, they, all right, thank you. He didn't even say like, "Oh, good answer." Nothing like that. Oh, nothing, good answer. Larry nothing David. like that. Anything like that. It wasn't just like, "Oh, great job, sir." He was like, "Okay, I have what? your answer." What is this accent? I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, "I hope your answer." I have your answer. Thank you. And if, it's like right, a little so, bit of Bernie Sanders, so a little bit of you, like. So we have you on hold now, Sarah. Like, and, hey, I'm uh, walking in. <laughs> walking. Stop! Every time you say that, I have to say it, and then you distract me. <laughs> <laughs> so we um. Yes, he's like, all right, so you're on hold, Sarah, right now. So uh, I'm going to, you'll hear back from me by Friday if we pick you for the study. But uh, all right, but, you know, thanks for your time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever, fine. Okay. This is fine. It's no, it's, you know, if it's a chance for an hour to make some money, I'm like, yeah. And plus, this is a wonderful show fodder. Oh, it's fantastic show fodder. Anything is. So, yeah, so then I got a call yesterday, and it turns out that I passed, and then I just got my email today, and I am going first thing next week to go in a room for an hour and talk about... So you go on location. This isn't like just doing it's it from... It's in Portland. So you go to an actual I just place. got the address, so I'm going to a place. This isn't like when you got, went and got your teeth whitening, is it? <laughs> no, it's Where you went not. to like some ho- motel room and... No, so I'm in a focus group. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, focus group. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I've actually... Have you done a focus group? I did do a market research one. I mean, this was years and years ago um, when I was... Before I even... Like, right after college. It was, like, right after college when I was trying to uh, apply for jobs and I was applying for everything. Yeah. You know, before you realize what some... Like, I was looking for a marketing job and then realizing that... uh, Some of them are scams, like Cutco Knives? Like, total scams (laughs) or water filters. I remember going to one. I was like, oh, it says be a marketing uh, representative. I'm like, yeah, I want to do marketing. It's like, oh no, go cold call and sell, um, sell water filters, and then another one is like to sell coupon books. And I'm like, this isn't what I want to do because that's false advertising. What you just did, anyway. You're pretty impressive with how many like different random jobs you've had. I guess I've had a, quite a few too. Yeah, but you've had some weird ones. Uh, well, I've needed money. Yeah. <laughs> so I've done. I've done a lot. Of I, weird I have stuff. learned how to patchwork my finances together. Yeah. My entire life. Did yeah. that. I was a marketing rep for. Interscope in college. That was more like a college thing. I did. Uh, I worked at a paper mill. I've worked at. I've worked at a lot of random jobs. Yeah. Yeah, but I've done like, like the one-off ones, like the market study one. I don't even remember what it was study for, but I remember I liked it so much I applied to work for the company. 
Really? So I was like, this seems fun. Because I was really interested in it. I was like, I like this kind of thing. Something different every day. I am kind of curious to see what it's like being on the inside of a focus group. Yeah. No, I, I applied for one of their jobs, yeah. like actual jobs. And I didn't get it. But at the time, I was like, this, I could be interested in this. That seems like something that you'd be interested yeah. in. Yeah. Every day, it's yeah. something different that you're doing a study. And then you're see- gauging people's reactions. And that do- it does sound interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's like the psychology of people. Yes, I don't know if it's going to be like, you know, five people or 50 people. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, but, based uh, on what you're saying the pay is, it's probably not a ton of people. Probably They're not, not. going to pay that much. Yeah. Because the one I did what, what didn't pay that much. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it the was reason. Like, the money was the I mean, at the, the time it was good, but it was like, I think I got like 50 bucks, which was still great. Yeah. But when you see that amount of money for that amount of time, I'm like, well, I'm going to go for it. Oh, hell yeah. Why yeah, wouldn't you? I know. I'm like, it's, you know, later in the Plus evening. Plus, it's going to be interesting. Anyway. It's going to be super interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm just thinking, I have done a lot of random jobs. I mean, we've talked about the cheese job. The cheese job. And that was a random email because I was on their list for a while Yeah. to do things like that. I did the cheese one. <laughs> what a, oh, God, the cheese one. That'll haunt me for a while. Um, and then. You still uh, the beret? I think I got rid of it. I think I gave it to Goodwill. No. Yeah. I think it was time to give up the beret. Because the, that would have totally had... In case you don't know, I had to be the cheese guy at a place where I had to wear a beret and talk about French cheeses, even though I have no idea what they were, but they put me out there as the expert on them, and uh, all I had were brochures to go off of. And then I had to look at the brochure and read it at the same time as pretending that I was... And snobby cheese people would come up to you and try and stump you with their cheese facts? Uh, snobby old ladies. <laughs> snobby rich old ladies would try to stump me because they would talk about their time in France where when I was in the... Champagne region. We tried some different cheeses there. How would you say the accoutre? <laughs> That's my impression of those ladies. Um, oh, one... Trina's saying that she does them all the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is this going to be a, like a career path? Like, I think not maybe a career it path, might but... be because I like, you know, because real estate's keeping me busy, but I mean, I have like a lot of clients, but nobody's, you know, everyone's kind of still looking for their things. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I'm still like waiting on that. So, I mean, in the interim, might as well spend some time You're doing it. You're going to be a study person. I could be a study person. Yeah. Is that like a prize pig? <laughs> a prize pig nobody's gonna know that reference unless they've been in radio a prize pig is the person who doesn't let anybody else win anything and they show up for everything they show up for everything like anytime that there's a radio event like hey we're gonna be live out of the car dealership you know come down and say like hello you guys as friends showing up hey, for things it's not no like no that. no yeah no 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 this is a radio term it's a radio term for you know when there people are when radios do their well, you know, we're going to be broadcasting live from Steve's Steakhouse for two hours. On, uh, <laughs> come on down. Win a prize. They're the ones. There's people that in, inside baseball and radio, the people that show up to every single one of those, but clearly don't listen to the station or care anything about it. They show up to every single um, thing like that just to win the prizes or take whatever's for free. Mm-hmm. And they're usually rude, almost always rude. And uh, they will walk up and just take whatever it is like, give me it and take their free stuff. Oh, and yeah. Leave. And they'll show up every single time. No, and they're always, yeah, they're always unreal. That's the key. They're rude. The roots always and they feel rude. like it's owed to They're them, always rude. They feel like they're owed. They feel like they're owed. If somebody else wins, like they're just like, uh-huh. uh, and they're just, yeah, just mm-hmm. rude. Yeah, they were the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were called prize pigs because that's what they were. I mean, because now I'm going to start applying pigs. for all of these. Well, I, I guess I need to do the first that's one first. This is, you are not a prize pig for that. No, I know, but I, I, I'm going to do the first <laughs> one first because I did already get another couple in my email. I'm like... Is this, is this what I'm going to be doing? I'm yeah. just going to like just keep picking up the surveys? Yeah. I, but I probably won't be picked for all of them. I don't know. But I got picked for this one, so that is next week. I think this could be a whole thing for you. <laughs> just a survey, this, Sarah. I kind of like it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see how far you're going to go with it. Wait till you start yeah. getting like the shots and the weird 
like uh, the, <laughs> the weird medical experiments. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now I'm going down my own memory lane. Did of you only do random it Random jobs. Um, I only did that one once. I've answered some stuff online before. I'm just remembering. Like they've done so many weird one things like one time mm-hmm. that I, I forget. Yes, I did answer a. I did answer at least one online one that was like twenty five bucks, which was fine. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, twenty five bucks. Um, yeah, there's. I don't know. I mean, then the outside sales stuff, like we were, I brought up earlier, like when you were doing the cold calling. Mm-hmm. Man, that was that was hard. That was, that was a hard job. I have respect for job. outside salespeople. Yeah, that is a tough job. Well, this was on the college campus in Pullman, in Washington. So it was just this room full of just sad cubicles, and it smelled exactly how a way, how a room with a bunch of cubicles smells. You know, there's like that particular smell. Mm-hmm. And then you had the headsets. And you just have to sit there and just do that. And like once every like 200, no, maybe like 150 phone calls. You could ask, you would find some like board housewife or something. And then she would answer your questions. Answer your like, survey. Yes, no, yes, no. Yeah, it was, we had most to, of the time they would yell. We, yeah. Oh, I mean, that walking into businesses as an outside salesperson, just it's generally speaking, it's about 95% failure. It's the 5% that pays your bills. Yeah. Because you'll if you sell a big enough account, then it pays. But most of the, most of the time, and ninety five percent actually counts. I can't remember what the ratio was. Eighty five percent failure, fifteen uh, percent you can or ten percent will take a meeting with you. Only five percent will buy from you. Gotcha. There's some something like that. Yeah. So eighty five percent of the time you're getting told no, and then you have a good fifteen percent who tell you to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And those ones always sucked. I had people threaten to kick my ass. Um, all for just walking in the door and just be like, hey, I'm, I'm a uniform salesman, you know, just wanted to check and see who you your services were. You disgust me. Like, you know, wanted to see if I could set up an appointment with the person in charge of that. Get the fuck out of here, asshole. And like, I'm going to knock you in the fucking head. I'm like, Jesus, man. I'm just. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. People are really, really mean. There's so, <laughs> some people are really, really mean. But I developed a real thick skin. Like, you had to quick or else you were just going to be defeated forever you just go home and curl up into a ball so i i developed a pretty thick skin after that i bet yeah you just had to be like all right (laughs) see ya you know never don't say anything rude back that was the the other thing that was hard not to oh boy going down memory lane anyway yeah um all right well do you want to do a little bit yeah let's do that let's do a little bit of world of crazy yeah i could never do the door-to-door stuff ever like, oh, for our sales school? Because I had to go down to San Antonio for sales school for like 10 days. And part of what they did is they sat everybody in a room. And one by one, they would sit you up with a phone call and be like, uh, here, you're calling St. Louis. Set up appointments. And you would have to call while everybody's watching you and judging you and listening into your phone call and cold call people. Oh, my God. So you get done with your cold call and either you set one up or you didn't. And then everybody would go through and tell you what you did wrong or what you did right. Like this panel, it was, it was pretty, pretty that brutal. That sounds like my absolute <laughs> fucking nightmare. It was pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the award for best presenter though. Oh well, look at you. Yeah. I'm I'm good at presenting. I did not like sales. No, no. I feel like I have to sneeze. Oh, wait, allergies are if you'd like to advertise on Fun Employment Radio, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. We would love to incorporate you into our wonderful, wonderful package of sponsors that we have. We have Come and live great in our reach. crazy world with us. Our audience is fantastic. We have the best audience that you can possibly find. Um, 
Seriously, the people that listen to the show are amazing, and uh, we are very lucky. Are, yeah, they're our greatest, greatest asset. Keep saying that. Keep telling. Talk about how. Well, I was done. I wrapped it up. You're supposed to be succinct. You're not supposed to keep going with the presentation past, you know, sell past the close. I right, closed, and then you got up and just walked off. Well, I needed a little coffee. Well, this doesn't give me confidence in my sales ability with yeah, you I doing did get that. Kind of bored you got bored with it? A little bit. It was a little, a little too monotone. I feel like you weren't really enthusiastic. I was being sincere. Did you, like, turn your hat around? Hey, come on down to the Advertise on Fun Employment Radio. Jeez, we have some please. of the best sponsorship packages that you could possibly find. We're going to be just, down at Larry's used car lot. Now you're just driving people away, Greg. Oh, okay. Well, so I went too far. Yes, you did. But if that's the kind of advertisement you want, I mean, well, I'll do it. I mean, we could do that. Shameless. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Brought to you by Larry's used car lot. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I do have an update from a story from a few months back. Do you remember the ice cream tub liquor? <laughs> yes. No, that In was the Texas. whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah, because people, Where people were, were going like, into stores and licking the ice cream yeah, and, and putting and it back. Stuff. Gross. Yeah, so gross. Uh, well, the man who filmed himself licking ice cream... In a grocery store, now gets jail time. Uh, the 24-year-old 24, uh, Texas man was sentenced to 30 days in jail for posting a video showing himself removing an ice cream container, licking the contents, and returning the container to the freezer. Uh, so this Gross. guy's name is Deadrian Anderson. Yeah, I don't like buying unsealed foods. No, but I do just to kind of assume that somebody has licked it or done something. Or touched to it, it or, or yeah, done yeah, something, something. Something terrible. Um, yeah, so Deadrian Anderson uh, was sentenced to an additional six-month jail term, uh, probated for two years in order to pay a $1,000 fine and restitution for Bluebell Creameries, which had to replace all of their products in the freezer because he licked one, then put it back, therefore making all of their products unsellable at this grocery store. So this happened uh, back in August at Walmart in Port Arthur. Uh, store surveillance cameras showed that he took out the ice cream, licked it, and then put it back. So um, he has been sent. To, he could have been sentenced uh, to up to a year in jail and fined four thousand dollars, but he only got thirty days. Yeah, I think you'd put him in longer. I think you put him in longer if somebody yeah. is twenty four years old and they don't know to not lick food and put it back. Yeah, that's something you should have learned twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What are you looking at? No, that I received a message that we'll talk about after after World of Crazy. Okay. It it actually incorporates your skill set. Ooh. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about it afterward. Okay. After that. After the break. Story number two. Got it out of South Carolina. I was actually surprised this was not out of Florida. My favorite headline of the day reads as this: A man tied up with garbage bags after exposing himself in Taco Bell rampage. <laughs> man tied up with garbage. I, I I enunciated the wrong syllables. Man tied up with garbage bags after exposing himself in Taco Bell rampage. 24. It's another 24-year-old. Another 24-year-old. What's going 24 on with year these 24-year-olds? I don't know. A 24-year-old South Carolina man fled the scene uh, of an okay of a hit-and-run accident. The person's okay. Um, to a nearby hotel where he began exposing himself and assaulting customers. Uh, so Matthew Scott Russell ra- uh, racked up over a dozen charges this past week in a roughly half-hour period before customers were able to restrain him, tying his hands behind his back with garbage bags. So that's something to you know keep in the back in your back pocket. Just think like garbage bags. You garbage can use bags. Those yeah. To stop the crazy. Yeah. This makes sense. 
Police say that Matthew Scott Russell was under the influence of drugs and alcohol during the incident. Well, what happened is inside the restaurant, police say Russell allegedly tried to hit a customer, attempted to kiss a pregnant woman, and at one point took his pants off and began humping a customer's leg. Oh, Jesus. How did he not get his ass kicked? Um, police say a customer also put Russell in a trash can in an attempt to stop him. Put him in the trash. You are a hero. He deserves to be in the trash. Throw him in the trash. <laughs> Throw him in the trash. Uh, customers were uh, able, were quick and were able to call the authorities and eventually were able to subdue Russell, holding him until help arrived. Um, the police say I commend the citizens and employees for the way they handled the situation. Uh, so Russell is now facing... Charges including assault, indecent exposure, public disorderly conduct, and false information. And he's going to be hanging out in jail for a while. Yeah. Garbage bags. I just want to see the picture of somebody picking him up and putting him in the trash. No, but he had his pants off, so never mind. I don't want to see that. Oh, if he's upside down with just yeah. his <laughs> <thing> <laughs> <hanging> <laughs> That's not a visual <laughs> image. I needed. That's not a magical image. No, I don't need to see that. No, it is not. All right, and since there's nothing fucking else in the news, I do have a couple of stories that actually tie into the uh, coronavirus, of course. Now, Tinder is now issuing warnings. What, Greg? I'll tell you after we're, after All right, we're done. All right, but you're distracted by it now. Yes, so, I am. So yes, li- I am. Listen to me now. You, Sarah, just continue on, please. Please, continue. Tinder is now warning wannabe hookup people to keep social distance because of the coronavirus. So it's actually affecting Tinder now. So um, so Tinder is actually <laughs> saying, uh, your well-being is our number one priority, and the dating app is suggesting keeping a social distance in public gatherings. Um, so this appears when you swipe and you match up with somebody else. It tells you to be sure to keep your distance from oh, the other that's, person. I, shouldn't you do that anyway? Well, it says Tinder is a great place to meet new people. While we want you to continue to have fun protecting yourself from the coronavirus is more important. And then, who who would have thunk Tinder is giving safety tips? It says wash your hands frequently, carry hand sanitizer, avoid touching your face, maintain social distance in public gatherings. It also links to the World Health Organization site for more recommendations and other information on the virus. Stay away. And since everything has to come full circle, this final headline is the most... It is the most 2020 headline that could be happening right now. Coronavirus is now trending on Pornhub. Oh. Why? Coronavirus porn is now a thing. What? Yes, according to Vice, if you search coronavirus, a total of 112 videos come up with titles that are... I, I couldn't find any of the titles, but it says that they're very disturbing. I don't know, but they're all about coronavirus and wearing, like, the face masks and doing all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, if that is something that uh, tickles your fancy, then that's something that you can get. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, so that's all I had to say about that. All right, there you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Okay, now what is going on? Okay. I'm going to tell you. Um, so I received a, a message that my former meth head neighbor's house is for sale. <laughs> and there looks like they've done some cleaning. They've actually cleaned up quite a bit of it. And it's for sale. And you're a real estate agent. Yes. I couldn't in my right mind sell that 
No, 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 no. That should be torn down, no matter how good these pictures make it look, because the pictures make it look good. Do you want me to show it to you? I want to see the basement, because they don't show the basement on here. I want to see that basement. What they've done is, looks like they've done a bunch of cleaning on it. Please send me the link, please. I did. All right, let's see. This is strange. Also, they said... Holy shit, that does not look like it. It does not look like it. And they're selling it for that much? Yeah, that (laughs) much is a lot, right? For that thing? Okay, sorry, and I know we're being circumspect here, but this is the Method Neighbor's House, like the one that's been there. So it's been on... It's been for sale for 13 days. I'm looking at it in the RMLS right now. Um, Yeah, so yeah, look it up. Look it up. Tell me what it says. I won't say any of the private stuff. Here's what they're saying. Possible land development into apartments, which fucking... I knew it. Someday there's going to be an apartment building there. Um, oh, that already makes me. I don't know whether I'd want. The, I think I'd rather have the rats than an apartment building. Oh, that's weird. I'm stressing out about this now. What's weird? What's weird? Tell me. Tell me your secret real estate things. It has. Hmm. What? What, Sarah? No, no, nothing. I'm just looking. Hang on. Well, no, you saw something. It's listed four separate times with different MLS numbers. That's very strange. Why would it? Why would that be? I don't know. Is that somebody trying to pull a? Hmm. I've always wanted to buy that property, but I don't. The property, not the actual building. That price seems way out of line. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was very distracting to me. This is seriously next door to my house. So. Um, oh my god! So they're pitching concepts for apartment buildings. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, seriously? Uh-huh. All right. Well, I knew it was inevitable. And guess what? No parking. How can I get away with that? It's a smaller building. They're pitching concepts for an apartment building with no parking. Value is in the land as property is a fixer, so you attach concepts to site development, possible land development into apartments, multifamily, and or retail. Lots of potential. Uh, my life is going to be... Yeah, it doesn't say rat infested exactly. <laughs> no. All right. Well, my life's going to be changing. Either way. Wow. Time to start figuring out how to block off that side. Uh, okay. Well, we can definitely get in there. Oh, man. Sorry. Where can I leave a comment about it? Can I leave a public comment? Uh, I don't know. Try. Okay. All right. I, I've never tried to leave a okay. comment. So anyway, sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. That just really just hit me because now it means that probably inevitably what's going to happen is I'm going to get an apartment complex looking over into my backyard. Oh, no. That sucks. I bet. I bet. Unless they keep the windows off of that side. But yeah, there'll definitely be an apartment complex looming over my backyard. Oh. Yeah. I know. Well, time to build my new fence, I think. That just became a priority. Yeah, just build a giant fence. Uh, there's only a, there's a limit on what you can build. Can you build, can you put more of those? Pirates? Actually, I should be asking you. Yeah, well, I'll look into it. Look into it, yeah. yeah. How tall of a fence can I put in? Mm. Or I'll get some more of that, the bamboo that I have there, too. Okay, sorry, I'm saying thinking this out loud. Life changes just happening live right here on the show. Okay, anyway. Eight feet. Going eight feet. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Eight <laughs> All right. Middle. All right. All right. Well, anyway, I want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 
I was going to do some ball talk, but now my my mind's a little bit spinning right now. All right, I can see why you were acting a little weird. That is the, That is definitely justifies your acting weird during World of Crazy. Yeah. Because that is, a, that is significant. That's quite significant to my <laughs> life. Quite significant. I'm going to do more investigation. Well, I won against the meth head, so it's time for me to go to battle again. But against yuppies who are going to come and... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate them already. And they don't even exist yet. They don't even exist yet, and I already hate them. They're going to be parking in front of my house. At least you have a driveway. Do you have a driveway? Oh, yeah, because people, your neighborhood's already so hard to find parking in anyway. Plus, they took all that parking off of the main streets, like... Okay. All right. Sorry. My mind is mind is going crazy. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in again. We did also want to say, because earlier this week, we yeah. didn't have a show. And um, here, I'm going to mute this for a second. Oh, well, real quick. Before we get into that, yeah. I'll just button up the other thing. So expect a lot of content in the coming weeks and months based around what's happening in my neighborhood and what's about to go down. So there, we'll leave that there. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes. Now, to, to, to reference why we didn't sh- do a show earlier Yes. This so week. Um, I, over the years on Fun Employment Radio, you have probably over uh, – you've heard us talk about Thrasher Presents. And our friend Mike Thrasher, who we've both known for a very long time. We've both worked in the industry with him for yeah. a long time. And he's just been a friend of ours for a very long time. Yeah. And, and whether you know the name or not, people outside of Portland might not know the name. But the venues where we've had our events are, are almost all of them – or a lot of them were at Mike's places. At Mike's places, whether he owned he... them or ran them or mm-hmm. what or one or the other. Because Mike has always been a super big believer in Fun Employment Radio. He's the one who helped us, you know, establish the venue for the Portland Podcast Festival. Yeah, um, he's just he was an all around great person. And unfortunately, over this past weekend, he suddenly passed away at the age of forty eight. So pretty young. Yeah, and it's pretty devastating for Portland as a whole, and just for you know all of his friends and the people whose lives he touched. Like he. He made a huge impact to the city of Portland and just music here in general. Yeah, Portland, the the Portland music scene would never be where it's at, whether it's here locally with local acts um, because of Thrasher Presents and because of his his diligence and tenacity in putting on all of these shows over the years, but also for out-of-town acts. He was a big reason why we got a lot of things. Like if you went to Punkin' Drublick, this last summer um, with no effects where Sarah and I were talking about, you know, we talked about on the show. We got backstage, which was really awesome. Yeah, we hung that, out with that, Mike that, that, was, that day. It was amazing. That yeah. was because of Mike, because Mike actually brought that show to town. That show wouldn't have been here without him, without him doing that. And and that's just, you know, one little example. But, he, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It, it really sucks. And it leaves a really big, big hole in events and music and so much in Portland. I don't know who's going to fill that or There's, how that gets. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you uh, fill that. But so. the lucky thing is, is that for a long time, Portland did have Mike Thrasher and he made yeah. such a positive impact. And we are very, very sorry for his loss and we'll miss him. Yeah. Like we know a lot of people will. So. Yep. That's you that's just, why we didn't do a show. And just, yeah. you know, just always just, you know, hug your people. You never know the last time you're going to see somebody. Yeah, that is that is 100 percent true. Make sure yeah, you spend as much time with someone as you possibly can. And yeah. we love each and every one of you. Very yes. A hundred percent. And thank you. Thank you and all for Greg being didn't awesome. Scare you off with his uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Coming advertising. Some people like that kind of <laughs> advertising. That's true. Anyway, that is true. 
Thank you, everybody. Right. You are all wonderful people. Yes, and we, we do appreciate grateful. each and, and every one of you. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. And uh, also, if you see us out and about, please say hello. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It makes us feel awesome. Also, remember to wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands. <laughs> stop, stop, right, wait, stop. Wash your hands. Perfect. You should wash your hands right now. <laughs> all right, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We we'll talk to you all. on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Bye.